Give me a second, I need to get my story straight. My friends are in the bathroom getting higher than the Empire State. My lover, she is waiting for me. Just across the bar, my seat's been taken by some sunglasses. Asking about a scar, and I know I gave it to you months ago. I know you're trying to forget. But between the drinks and subtle things and holes in my apologies, you know, I'm trying hard to take it back. So if by the time the bar closes and you feel like falling down, I'll carry you, you home tonight. tonight. <laughs> you are young. <laughs> So let's set this world on fire. You can burn bright. Oh my and God, please sun. stop. <laughs> I'm still sick. <laughs> Guys, welcome to Real Awkward, the podcast that makes you feel like a man. That was worth the wait. <laughs> that was worth the wait. Uh, my name's Andy. I'm Amanda. I'm Ashley. That was that your your version was really pretty, and I just wanted to sit here and listen to you. And I wanted Thanks. to jump in, but I was like, <laughs> "You don't have a voice. Just go for it. Just go for it." Um. We have a special guest today. Amanda is joining us all the way from Washington State. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Longtime listener, first time caller. Thank you for long- having me on this episode. Long t- time host of the fucking show. <laughs> you know, I actually do have my own show. Uh, if uh, I can plug it for a second. Oh, I love it. What is it? It's called the My Friends Left Me Across the Country by Myself. No, I'm just playing. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a weird way to introduce someone, but thanks. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, guys, Amanda, if you, this is the first time you're ever listening to this show. If this is the first like, time you're listening that. to this show, uh, um, I'm regularly here all the time. Amanda's always here. I mean, her name's like in the... Yeah, real awkward it's with on Amanda the logo. and Andy. <laughs> and I'm not Amanda. No. No, you're, you're not. Ashley. Yes. So we'd like to introduce you to this podcast. Uh, Now you know we're all awkward, real awkward, and we talk about real films and actors of those films. Amanda, can you tell our listeners what a street cred is all about? Okay, so here's the deal. So on a street cred episode, we will pull up somebody's IMDb credits, actor, director, whatever, start at the bottom, work all our way to the top. Now we're here and we're going to shit on some movies. We're going to really love some movies and they might not be movies that you liked or disliked. So deal with it because this is a show not not yours. And uh, (laughs) so that's how street cred works. Hell yes. Ashley, please tell our listeners who the special guest is today. Well, if you clicked on the thumbnail. Yes. If you clicked on the (laughs) thumbnail. You already know. If you're listening. If you're still listening and you clicked on the thumbnail, you know this is about Robbie Downey. Robbie Downey Jr. JR. That's right. Funny enough, before Second. we get started, because Ash is about to jump down that bio, 
Can I tell everyone that you used to have a big crush on Rabbi Downey? And I don't I know if you still do. I don't remember this. Oh, hells yeah. You wanted to be up on that. Okay. I'll own it. <laughs> wow, that was very subtle. <laughs> sure. I take, I mean, I I spend, take it all. I could spend all this try- time trying to convince you. Otherwise. No, I know it's true. Or we can just move on with the show. I know it's true. I would have lost you to Robert Downey if he would have oh, taken a knee. If only he wasn't like Could you be mad senior. about it though? No, dude. She, when she told me she <laughs> wanted an Iron Man, I didn't realize what she meant. I liked him before. I knew Iron it didn't Man. mean mean though. <laughs> okay. That, I'm, I'm a hipster that way. Can you please tell us what the hell this guy's all about? Yes. Downey. Yes. Was born April 4th, Ooh. 1965. Oh, shit. I didn't know he was that Which close makes to him my what, birthday. An yep. So you no. guys are like. Yes. Yes. Two peas in a pod. He's an Aries. Uh, he was born in Manhattan, New York, the son of writer, director, and filmographer Robert Downey Sr. Oh, now we know. <laughs> <laughs> and actress Elsie Downey. Robert's father is half Lithuanian Jewish, one quarter Hungarian Jewish, and one quarter Irish descent, while Robert's mother was English, Scottish, German, and Swiss German ancestry. Damn, dude. It, all sorts of melting pot there. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I love it. That's a good bio for him. That's okay. That's all we need to know. It goes into like his drug use and stuff, but... We don't we all, need to talk about, about that. that. We'll probably talk about it in some of the films. So, where did he start? Mr. Downey. His started. acting career. 1970. Whoa, wait, when was he born again? 65. Oh, shit. Okay, five years old. He was in Pound. Pound Town? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's awkward. His character's name was Puppy. I don't know. Five-year-old boy named Puppy. Rated X. What? That's a weird. That's weird. Or is that another movie? No. I'm- no, that pound was rated X. Oh, jeez. Amanda. Not <laughs> Oh, wait. What's the difference? I mean, is there a difference? He doesn't have a rating. Oh, okay. In pound, 18 dogs wait to be adopted. <laughs> that does not sound oh. like a triple X movie. It does not. Okay, next. Uh, Greaser's Palace. That uh, sounds like uncredited. a triple X movie. Up the Academy. Okay. Baby, It's You. So this is all like he's kid, right? Uh, Probably like a teenager. 1983, so he would have been 18 at this point. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Firstborn. No, I have not seen any of these. Tough Turf. Good old Tough Turf. Uh, It's uncredited and girls just want to have fun. Oh, interesting. Like a side character, like a little extra in the background. like party crasher. It's me, Robert Downey in the back. Uh, Weird Science. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's a bully. Do you remember this, Amanda? I've seen it like once. Oh. Yes, he's messing with the boys. Weird science. I always thought did it, it did, was did, weird. Did, 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 did. I saw this movie so many times Wait, as a kid. You thought Weird Science was weird? Yeah. What it's part? two little pervy teenagers that like make a <sighs> robot woman out of a centerfold and then expect her to like love them. It's weird. It's awesome. I feel like <laughs> Weird Science and Revenge of the Nerds were like two movies that mm-hmm. played over and over on TBS. Oh, they yeah. Did. It's just like repeats they did. all summer. So I, I think I, the I Weird dude, Science a lot. That's awesome. I think the song is better than the movie. Okay, that's fair. Okay. But I do have to say that I remember Robert Downey Jr. in this um, and it's it's not a whole lot, but he is messing with the boys. He's just like, I don't know if it's by himself or he's part of the group that's kind of 
tormenting them or whatever because they like steal their clothes and stuff like that and they have to like come out into the gym naked that type of silly stuff the 80s humor you know antics (laughs) Uh, next he was in two episodes of Mussolini the untold story that's Amanda's who did he play in that Bruno Mussolini interesting Mm -hmm. um he was in 16 episodes of Saturday Night Live whoa I didn't know that was he a cast member I don't think so. Or did he just like drop in to do a couple things? I don't know, but 16 episodes? That No, a 16 episodes means that you were um, like a featured yeah. comedian. Must have been. Wow. Crazy. I don't think of him as a comedian. No, but now I want to watch whatever yeah. episodes they were. What year was this? 1985-86. Okay. All right. Let's do, we're, we're going to look it up yeah. afterwards. Um, Back to school. Back to school. Back to school to prove to daddy that I'm not a fool. Okay, we have a lot to get through. (laughs) Okay, Um, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) America. America. Um, Fuck yeah. The pickup artist. That one seems familiar. I think he's actually a leading role in this. The pickup artist. Um, It was him and Molly Ringwald. Oh, shit. So not John Hughes, but maybe the same style of film? Possibly. Amanda, do you remember this at all? This movie? No. 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 Amanda says no. No on that one. I never saw it either. The only thing I could think is that, um, you know, you... The only thing I could think is I want to say that the name is familiar enough that maybe we had it at Blockbuster. Oh, yeah, we could have seen it. Can I see the coverage? But like not to where... Interesting. I don't I don't even know if I've ever seen that before. Yeah, I don't But I would watch it. Molly yeah. Ringwald and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Hells yes. Hells yes. Uh next was Rented Lips. Mm, that does not sound like uh, one I would have watched. Less than zero. Nor I've heard of that. Thing. I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. Johnny B. Good. Wait. Uh who's the who's the main actor in that one? Uh Anthony Michael Hall. That's before he did Back to the Future, right? Oh, wait. I'm retarded. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall was in Weird Science. Yes. Okay. Maybe they were best friends from that film. Maybe. Okay. Uh, 1969. <laughs> uh, no, what was it about? I'm. You're not going to do that? Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got to at least get to something we know. Oh, I didn't uh, realize how many there were. That's adequate. True believer. Dude, so he did all of this stuff, which was like, I don't even know. I wouldn't call these B movies, but I would well, call them like. he very much had two phases to his, he very much had two phases to his career. Right, because wasn't he kind of the, the not heartthrob, but like little. Cute, kind of like. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I want to say boy next door, but that's not what his no, characters he were. He was more of like, kind of the bad boy, but. Like quirky like, bad boy. Who yeah, learns bad to be boy. Who, who learns to be good in the end type of deal. He's really good. He's just kind of rebellious, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll, just about every film I've listed so far is ranked between or rated between like four and six. Yeah, that's what I'm so saying. Like, nothing's good yet. No big blockbusters, yeah. but like enough there that he would have gotten more and more gigs. Sure. Okay. He's probably attractive enough and yeah, because Robert Downey Jr. when he was younger was good looking. Yeah. Yeah. He's still uh, good looking. 
Yeah. I don't know what I said last. I True agree. believer. Um, chances are. Can you? Can I stop you just for year? Just year. Oh, okay. 1989. Okay, so we're still in the 80s. Yeah. Gotcha. 1990, Air America. That sounds familiar, but I don't think I've seen it. Comedy? Mel Gibson. Interesting. Mel Gibson was doing action at that time, so it could be some comedy, though. Uh, This next one was Too Much Sun. Uh, Soap Dish. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, you've seen that one? Yes, so Soap Soap Dish is actually like, you know how at Blockbuster there'd be all those ensemble films valentine's day new year's whatever that's what soap dish is dude it has like (laughs) fucking oprah's in it sally field is in it kevin klein yep yep kathy moriarty interesting hatcher yep and it's basically they're on set of a production of like soaps during the day and like all the drama that happens around How that production, and I think Robert Downey Jr. is literally a producer or director or something like that in the okay. film, and he's dealing with like a prima donna like actress most of the huh. time. But yeah, actually, I remember enjoying that film. I thought it was pretty good. Chaplin. Oh, oh, that's yes, good. That's right. That's right. That's where he uh, he, plays he plays Charlie, Charlie Chaplin. And, I feel like that's probably his first like real recognized role. Well, I mean, he's like the main main guy. Yeah, he's Chaplin. But also maybe notoriety, like a good film. Like, yeah, I like, think I think yeah. you're right, Ash. I think it was the first yeah. time. Well, and I think a lot of his movies were kind of like teen or like kind of like yeah. lighthearted stuff. And I think it right. was the first time sure. he was ever really given a chance yeah. to kind of show what he could do. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I agree. I'll be honest. I've never seen it, though. I think, though, these two films, he was really going through... The rough patch, though. Okay. Because I think, like, either that or the start of it, because I feel like we're really close to where he had to go do the rehab stuff. I've been kind of looking for, like, a break-in date. Mm-hmm. But, uh, his next one was Heart and Souls. I don't think I saw that one. Um, shortcuts. Shortcuts. Hail Caesar. That sounds familiar. Can I see rated three point one? So it's probably Ooh. a really good movie. Can there's also the there's also a Coen Brothers movie called Hail Caesar that came out yeah. a few years ago. I remember that one. Who else Another was in Anthony, Hail? Anthony Michael Hall. See, I kind of think that they built a relationship from Weird Science and kind of did stuff together because Anthony Michael Hall was also in um, Breakfast Club, right? Like as the nerd. I think so. Yeah, I've never right? seen it. And I, I don't know. I just think, especially when you're in movies like that younger together, you probably do keep a relationship. Maybe that's how you got gigs back and forth. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, Natural Born Killers. <coughs> that movie is bananas. Is that with Woody Harrelson? Yeah. Yes. And uh, uh, Juliette Lewis. Juliette Lewis. Yeah. I, I wonder what his role was, though. I don't know what the name of his character is. Well, I don't even remember a minute to be honest. So it, well, I don't remember it being a large part. Yeah. I truly, I truly, I don't remember him in it at all. Well, I'm wondering though, too, if he was going through the hard times cause he went to jail. Right. And I forget, was it DUI? I don't remember, but, or I think he had possession, possession or whatever, but I, know I don't he actually had to go to jail know for a little while. And, um, and I'm wondering if even this trying to get back in the scene, it would have just been like small roles given to you. Well, and you also have to think, you know, maybe over a span of two years, he made six movies 
and they're all being released a little bit at a time. Oh yeah. We've talked about that on the podcast before that some of the production companies hold on to these films for longer. Yeah. Which was probably a case with that Hail Caesar movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, His next one was Only You. Which I feel like I've probably seen. It's a Marissa Tomei. I think it's like a romantic. I love Marissa Tomei. Have you seen it though? Nope. Do you love her that much? <laughs> nope. So you can marry her. She's on my top. <laughs> I'll take Robbie. She's on my top five and she's like, I think she's a cougar now. So I just looked it up. Um, so after repeatedly missing court ordered drug tests, oh. Robert Downey was sentenced to a three year prison stint in 1999 but only ended up serving a year in a California substance abuse treatment facility and state prison. What year are you on now? We're at 94. Oh, see, so we're not even there yet. Yeah. But I think he was like in and out of like... Well, I was going to say... Court-appointed rehab. But also substance abuse in general, probably hard to get some good roles. Like probably hard to get like... Depends how good Any consistency. Well, and nobody wanted to... I mean, I think even when he was young, everybody knew that he had problems, so nobody wanted to invest and back him because yeah. I don't think he was very um, reliable. Do you know what this screams to me? This screams to me Ezra Miller all over. Like, I think flash. he's worse. No, no, no. He is worse because he's like also physically abusive. But I'm just saying like up, up and coming star, like lots of like older roles. And then all of a sudden you just shit the bed. Anyway, sure. continue. Continue. I think it's probably more common than you think. Yeah. Um, Richard right. the Third. Hmm. Nope. Good old nope. Dick. Home for the Holidays. That sounds like a silly Christmas movie. Yep. Or was it a Hallmark? I don't know. Okay. Um, restoration. Nope. Danger Zone. Is it a sequel to Top Gun? <laughs> Danger one night, zone. One night stand. I know we're so quiet on this right now because he had such a long career before he, what I would say, he skyrocketed into stardom. Yeah. So and and he did so much stuff though. Like this has got to be what a couple movies a year. Yeah. At this point, that's nuts. Yeah, there's probably like. Yeah, three, three-ish movies a year. Three, I mean, that's a Depending lot, guys. Yeah. That's like, I mean, that's only four months. Right, like it's a lot of work. Four months of work for each movie, like that's nuts. Also, um, anybody listening, if you've seen any of this stuff that we're obviously not familiar with, please comment, let us know if any of them are worth it. Yep. Oh, definitely. Uh, two guys and a girl. Mm. And a pizza place. There's no pizza place involved. Is that what it came from, though? I don't know. I wonder if that was like a rewrite and then made it into TV or uh, yeah, TV. Um, I don't think so. Okay. Dang it. I think it's more of like um, a love triangle kind of situation. Okay. Seems um, like a Robert Downey movie. Okay. I'm going to keep shooting through these. Hugo Poole. Nope. <coughs> the Gingerbread Man. Is that a horror? No. Oh, dang it. <laughs> <You're> th- <laughs> it looks like a drama. Uh, um, U.S. Marshals. Oh, oh, that's, that's good. That's Tommy Lee, right? Yeah, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. I think. I wonder Wesley oh, Snipes wait. or something. Yeah, but isn't isn't Robert Downey Jr. a detective in that one or something like that? Like with Tommy Lee, like his backup or his second in command or something? I forget. I, th- I think right. So. Or is he I the villain? So. Or is he the villain? 
No, because Samuel uh, Wesley Snipes was the bad guy. Yeah, right, right, right. See, I think that was it was something like that. Next was in dreams. No. Friends and lovers. Man, he did a lot of this stuff that reminds me of like a Molly Ringwald film. <laughs> Bowfinger. Oh shit. Oh, that's I love Steve Bowfinger. Martin. Yeah, dude, Bowfinger's funny as hell. I'm See, a, it's like a show to the Laker girls. It's like I remember these movies, but I don't remember him. Yeah. No, 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 because this one's Eddie Murphy and Steve Martin. Yes. And basically, Bowfinger's like a. He's a comedian or something like that. And Steve Martin is like his publicist or something like that. And he's trying to get him to like calm down because he just does really inappropriate stuff all the time. Oh, see, I thought I thought that was the one where or is that Bowfinger a, or is that I one thought, where they're making a movie? I thought Bowfinger was the one where Eddie Murphy is playing two characters where he's like there's like the oh. nerdy Eddie Murphy and then like the Wait. cool guy Eddie Murphy. I'm so confused now. Wait, is Bowfinger the one where it's like disassociative disease or whatever it's called, like multiple personality? Or this is like really an actor in the film, like doing these two things. Like it's part of the performance is what you're saying. Actually, what's the what's the synopsis? Yeah, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I must be confused. Um, when a desperate movie producer fails to get a major star for his bargain basement film, he decides to shoot the film secretly around him. Hmm. Uh, I'm so confused. I feel like that didn't clear anything up. <laughs> I'm confused because I feel like everything that I said is like 10% right. <laughs> I've never seen this, so I can't. Okay, so Steve Martin wants to make a movie. So he just films around Eddie Murphy without his knowledge. He's just like creating footage. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. Apparently, I completely blanked what Apparently, this movie was we about. Need to see Bowfinger again. I remember thinking it was funny, though. I remember liking it. All right. It. Okay. Uh, his next movie was called Black and White. Mm-mm. Oh, also, we didn't talk about Robert Downey Jr. in that. I have no idea what role he played in Bowfinger. No. <laughs> um, Wonder Boys with Michael Douglas. Mm, no. Um, he was in 25 episodes of Ally McBeal. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was part of the cast of that. I liked uh, the first couple seasons. I did fall off on it though. Like I didn't watch a lot of the last, last stuff. So I that dancing, all I, that dancing baby dude. That's all I remember from the show. I never like really watched it. I just remember the baby. Yeah, it was just like courtroom legal drama, right? But it's just like what they were doing in like inside the office most of the time. It from what I understand it's like single female lawyer. Like Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, she's dealing with dating and all of yeah. that stuff all the time. Um did I say courtroom drama? Yeah. I didn't mean to say that. I take it back. Okay. <laughs> His next movie was The Singing Detective. I've heard of that. Singing? I I've seen this. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Ash. You're singing. Okay. Okay. Um, sorry, if I click on a synopsis, I have to scroll all the way back down. My bad. Uh, this next one was Gothica. Oh, I liked Gothica. Yeah. Isn't that, he like the doctor or something? Is it Halle Berry, right? Yeah. 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 Horror, horror film or thriller? Thriller. I think. Thriller. <coughs> yes. I don't, I think that was his role in that one. I think you're right. Psychiatrist I, or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. I thought it was fine. It, it's decent. 
but again, he's not the main star. Yeah. No. Uh, next, he did Eros. Mm, does that have to do with the god? Possibly. Okay. It looks sexy. Um, it looks sexy. <laughs> is it rated it, X? Uh, no. Not triple X, are. just X. Uh, next movie was Game Six. With um, Michael Keaton. Oh, I don't. I like both of those guys, so I would watch that. Whatever it was. Is it ba- about baseball? It doesn't look like it. Basketball. <laughs> Football. <laughs> what? What? What has Game Six? I don't know. Do you want me to click on it? No. March Madness. Then you have to scroll down, and it's a big problem. <laughs> Next, he did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yay! Val Kilmer. <laughs> That's a great movie. It is. It's a really, really good. Good movie. I, what is the premise of that film or that one again? <laughs> Do it because it's worth it. It's, okay. it's, if we're going to talk about good movies, tell people what that one's about. You should know. Um, <laughs> after being mistaken for an actor, a New York thief is sent to Hollywood to train under a private eye. For a potential movie role, but the duo are thrown together with a struggling actress into a murder mystery. Ooh, it's actually really good. I remember really liking that film. I haven't seen that a really long time. I need to watch that again. Yeah, I agree with Amanda. Next, he did Good Night and Good Luck. Oh, that's good. That's about the. It's like a radio guy. <laughs> uh, no, it's so about it's like a um, radio guy. It's like the communism era, and there was a guy. What was his name? McCarty, McCarthy, McCarthy. I'm probably wrong, but Wait, uh, he it, was like it, saying that people were like communists and stuff, and there was like this radio guy trying to like talk about it and get to the bottom of everything, um, and that's what it's about. Wait, is that with Robin Williams? No, that's what? Good Morning Vietnam. That's <laughs> very different. Wait, so what's his role in that one? Is he the main actor? I don't remember. I don't remember him oh, in it. Okay. That's the I problem keep, I'm having is like all I'm these older movies. Theme, yeah. I'm like, I, I saw it, but I don't, I don't, his acting doesn't stand out to me. No, I'm having a theme right now of like, we got to cast this role real quick. Anybody know anybody? Oh, Robert Downey will do it. <laughs> like, Well, so yeah. we're, we're like early 2000s right yeah are we past the 99 2005 okay so 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 he's in a point now where he was just publicly (coughs) right the the loser and he's trying to rebuild his career he's trying to build it back that's fair so he's probably taking any role that people will trust him with i would do it too he probably has like huge insurance policies and stuff from the studios you're probably right uh, he was in an episode of Family Guy. Dude, I didn't even think Family Guy was that early. That's crazy. That blew my mind. Family Guy started in 1999. Whoa. Family Guy yeah. is over 20 years old. Yeah. Wow. Uh, his next movie was A Guide to Recognizing Your Saints. You saw that. I never saw it. I saw it. this. We talked about this on another oh, episode. You're, you're right. Another actor was in that movie. Who Channing Tatum? It? We didn't do a Channing Tatum. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're right. We didn't. Um, who is in this that we talked about? It's just on the front cover. It's probably one of them. 
No, nobody. I have no idea why we talked about this book before. Okay. But it's a good movie. Okay. Um, it's a drama, but. From the street? Good. Are they on the streets? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I don't know what that question means. <laughs> <laughs> From the streets. We're hard here. From the streets. Uh, but he plays like the older version of, I think, Shia LaBeouf. Um, Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it's good. I'd watch it again. Uh, next, he did The Shaggy Dog. <laughs> Why does that sound familiar? With Tim Allen. Oh, God. That is the movie that I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Block it from my brain. That's, I remember that being so dumb. Isn't it dumb? It's yeah, really dumb. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's like a Disney, like... Yeah, he's like he, he's a man that gets turned into a dog, yeah. right? God, so stupid. I hate animated animals. Okay, it's not even that. Well, it's is, not I think it's creepy looking, isn't it? Like, it doesn't he have like... It's human eyes. Human eyes. That's he's what I'm saying. Human eyes. Yeah. I don't like it. Creeps I don't like it. Out. But the fact that Robert Downey's in it, and I don't remember he's that Dr. at all. He's Dr. Kozak, so I wonder if he was like a vet or he's, something. Yeah, that's probably all he is. Um, his next one was A Scanner Darkly. Mm. Ooh, this movie's good. Well, it just has a really cool design on top yeah. of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously not like the most like thrilling story on the planet, but like mm. the animation style was really cool. So like they filmed the movie yeah. and then they like took it and like cell shaded it and like did all this crazy shit on top of it. Yeah, I'm pretty and sure they did hand-drawn frames of all the actors. Like, it's cool. It. it is really cool. I agree. His next one was... Fur, an imaginary portrait of Diane Arbus. I, How do you I think read I a, missed okay. it. How do you read a script like that? And you're like, that one sounds really good. That uh, sounds they probably said well. They probably said, we'll pay you. Hey, bro, do you need $20,000 fast? Do this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he did Zodiac. Oh, that was good. Jake Gyllenhaal. Banger. Right? Yeah. Jake J- Gyllenhaal, well, Jake- Mark Ruffalo. Jake Gyllenhaal's the bad guy, right? No. Oh. Um, no, banger. No. no. <laughs> Wait, can you help me, Amanda? Who's the... What characters are they playing? Do you remember Robert Downey Jr.'s They're character? like reporters and uh, I think they're mostly reporters. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think one of them is like a private eye. But... Um, okay. They're obviously tracking the Zodiac, the Zodiac killer. Right, uh, right. And they, the obviously the Zodiac ki- killer case in the real world is unsolved. Right. And they, I think Jake Gyllenhaal, so the Zodiac was known for a few things, but he sent the media these like cryptic, like word search puzzles almost. Right. And with no key of how to find the code in it. Right. And... I think Jake Gyllenhaal's character is the person who like figures it out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, so yeah. So they're like kind of working together to try and figure all this stuff out. Yeah. But um, what, 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 I mean, what, what is Robert Downey in it? Do you remember his character I, in it? I think he's a reporter or a private eye. I don't oh, okay, exactly okay. remember, okay. but it's kind of like the three of them are kind of like working together, but I think Jake Gyllenhaal is like the main character, okay. but, um, it was them trying to figure out who Zodiac is. Yeah, right. I know the premise of the film. Um, I just don't remember Robert Downey Jr.'s like. I don't remember his role at all in that film because I, I remember he's the got movie, like so. he's got like mutton chops if I can remember correctly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that movie's really good. Like if you haven't seen that movie, 
Um, I would absolutely recommend it. I think it's really yeah. well done. It's a little, it's a little slow. Um, and I think it's long. So I think they, you know, if I remember correctly, like I think they could have shaved about a half an hour off of it. Yeah. It's um, two hours and 37. What minutes. year is this? 2007. So we're like right on the heels. Oh yeah. I mean, getting his breakout. Yeah. Yeah. I think Zodiac especially helped him. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, his next one was lucky you. Ooh, that sounds familiar too. Drew Barrymore and I think Eric Bana. I feel like it has something to do with like gambling. Oh, okay. That sounds remember? more familiar. I don't yeah. know what his role in it was again. No, I just, I remember Eric Bana though. Isn't he like good at gambling yeah. or something like that? Or, or, or he just won't stop. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Something to do two. with gambling. That's all I remember. But again, Robert Downey Jr. Probably not the main character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then next to did Charlie Bartlett. I oh, I like too. that movie. Kat Denning. Uh, and uh, Anton Yelchin. Yeah, Anton Yelchin. Yeah, oh, I remember this being pushed a lot when we were in Blockbuster. I liked Charlie. it. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of that quirky, indie, lighthearted comedy with like yeah. really dramatic moments. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. That one's good. Um, and the next one, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's um, Iron Man. What? Do-do-do. Mm. Do-do-do. Never seen it. What's that one about? <laughs> Do the synopsis. No, I mean, so. come on. Like, so. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? I'm messing with you. So I know at the time, uh, <gasps> and now more information about it has come out, but uh, so Robert Downey Jr. was not the highest paid actor in that movie. No, and, I um, heard about this. So the studio, I guess, uh, I, I, don't, I wish I could remember what it was, but. Um, Marvel Studios took a huge risk casting him in the lead yeah, role. And I guess right. there was like all these insurance policies and they basically told him like, we are going to control you until this movie is finished. That's still um, crazy though, to know his history and Disney, they hadn't started. It wasn't Disney at the oh, time. Sorry, sorry. Own Marvel. Yet. Marvel. I'm sorry. Yeah. Marvel knowing his past history, knowing that they had struggled. That's what I was going to say. Some like, films, yeah. Do you think that if Disney had owned Marvel at that point, that they would have let them cast? Robert I, no, I don't think so. No I way. Think so. Yep. Nope. I no think way. He lucked out. He lucked out that yeah. that acquisition didn't happen like sooner. Well, that, that would have been hard. But at, at this point, I can't imagine anyone else playing Tony Stark. No, absolutely not. He, no, that's hard. That's really hard to throw somebody else in that role now. But I mean, I remember even at the time thinking like that it was very well cast because he looked like him, kind of yep. had the same kind of cocky attitude. Yeah, I agree. I remember thinking like, okay, <laughs> like this could work. Well, what's funny about it though is that in the comics, uh, Tony Stark has drinking problems, like yeah. real life alcoholism issues. And they did not put that in the film. He drinks, but they didn't really put his alcoholism in the film. And yeah, I right. thought it's interesting from the casting choice. I do wonder if he was like, listen, guys, I've lived it. I literally have lived that life of addiction. I think I can bring a lot to this character and understand where he's coming from. I think him having such the struggles really gave him this role, to be honest. Yeah. So um, uh, to Amanda's point, though, real quick on this film. I'm pretty sure, Amanda, they only paid him $300,000. I don't know how much. I just know I Terrence got, Howard. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Terrence Howard was the highest paid actor in that movie. 
um, yep. because he had just come off of Hustle and Flow, I believe. Right. Yeah. And so he was the highest paid actor. And then we'll get into it, I'm sure, pretty soon here. Um, for the second one, he wanted the same bump in pay increase, just like uh, Tony Stark got. Yeah. Right. They said no. So he refused to do the film, thinking that they would cave and give him what he wanted. And they right. were just like, bye. They're like, dude, we could recast your ass easy, bro. <laughs> yep. Um, he was paid two and a half million. What? No, yes. no. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. All right. Well, well I read so two I different don't, articles. <laughs> I just know that. And then he 20, got 10 million for Iron Man. Well, too. I knew that they did almost like five times the amount. Yeah. Well, and I know that. Um, so, uh, I almost said Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Got the Jack Nicholson deal essentially, where right. he Robert Downey Jr. gets a um, he takes his fee for the movie, but then he also gets a, a kickback of like once the movie uh, I don't know exactly what his contract is, but it's like once the movie like earns back what it cost, he gets a percentage of everything above it. Oh, for those royalties. Yeah, royalties. Yeah, and and yeah. and I don't exactly know what the exact terms are, That's so I'm probably like wrong. Unlimited money at this point. <laughs> but basically, he said like, "Yeah, I'll do it," and but I want this much percentage. Right. And right. so he may. I think it's he has to be in the movie, but like so all these Avengers movies, he's getting like a piece off the top of each one. That's. I mean, that's so much money. Oh my God, that's incredible. Well, so Jack Nicholson was in one Batman movie in the 80s. He right. basically gets a, a piece of like all Batman licensing or like that's some, nuts. some. I don't know. Again, I don't know exactly know all of it, so don't sure, come for me. Sure, sure. But like he gets a piece of Batman. Well, I think it's what it's, it would have been a Warner Brothers deal. Right? Yeah, but like that's yeah. bonkers to me. Oh, and that's nuts. I mean, that's on. Those characters are so, I mean, at this point, it used to be Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, right? Like those were the three anybody talked about. Freaking Iron Man is up there on that list now. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, just from this film alone. So, and I know he's got so much more that we could talk about. I just know this is the turning point. Like this is the huge part of Robert Downey Jr. in that career. Us as movie fans, we didn't see effing 40 movies the guy did previously to this. And then now I haven't, I don't think I've missed a film since. Well, to and, be honest. We'll see. And yeah. this is we'll when, <laughs> yeah. Not only did it make him an A list star, right. but this movie, because it, not only did it really just kind of like open the door to all the possibilities that the yep. MCU could do, but it really like highlighted him as an actor, but also like made us see that, like, okay. X-Men, they could do that. Spider-Man, they could do that. Yeah, okay, right. now we can make pretty good-looking fake suits, huge yeah. action set pieces. Right. And, like, I mean, it blows my mind that this one movie that was kind of like the Hail Mary by Marvel, like, really completely changed movies. It's crazy, like, dude. It's friggin' John Favreau. Why in the world would you think this guy knows how to make an Iron Man movie? Right? Like, how does this guy know how to, like, give the stamp of approval on a good Iron Man model and animation? Yeah. And, like, holy shit. That movie shit. was a huge risk. 
It's incredible. And it still holds up to this day. It's still a great film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (coughs) All Um, right, Robbie, let's do it. Let's go. He was uncredited in uh, The Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. yeah, He was at the very end. Um, And then he did Tropic Thunder. Dude. Okay. Banger. It's so good. But I just watched an interview of him and someone says, do you think that you could get away with blackface today? And he was like, absolutely not. He said, he said, unless the writing was phenomenal, like unless the comedic came off as comedy the right way. But he's like, that film was under the wire of that being funny. He's like, we were like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There were, I mean, honestly, okay, no. Yeah. Yes, of course. Blackface is not fucking funny. Okay. Let's just say that right now. (laughs) Right. That being said. Yes. He was the funniest person in the fucking movie. But I think because from the get-go, they 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 said in like I've seen this movie a million times, okay? Uh they say like <laughs> you see him as a white actor. Yes. And then you see like news clips, like video clips of like him undergoing a controversial skin darkening thing right. to do it. And so it's like they kind of say in the movie already like Nobody agrees with this. They all think it's terrible. Right. But he did it. It's like part of the character. Yeah. And then the whole movie, because he's like so pretentious, he has to method act. Right. And then the whole movie, everybody's just like, like, you're ridiculous. Um, And then the, the black actor just like keeps calling him out on it and is saying like, this is offensive. (laughs) <laughs> what and, do you mean you people yes. right isn't that where that came what from? do you mean you people <laughs> uh so it, it's interesting to see blackface in a somewhat current movie yeah and he was nominated for academy award for it wow what year is this ash 2008 okay it just goes to show you though like 15 years right Almost, We're yeah. talking 15 years. Yeah. Like that's a big discrepancy in how culture can change though. Well, you even I mean? just, so. even just simple Jack, you yeah. couldn't oh. have those jokes now. Oh, dude. No, you could. You never go full retard. <laughs> you couldn't do that. It's well, even just, just like all of that even stuff just was the, so funny back then. And it's like every single one, it's like, that's inappropriate. You yes. can't do that anymore. That's not funny anymore. No, yeah. and then and then like them kind of making fun of Asian cultures and stuff, and then Robert Downey Jr.'s character putting white face on, yep. like and impersonating that, yeah. like a different person, like you could not do that. Yeah, I know, but I'll be honest. But that being be said, it's fucking person, hilarious. <laughs> the stuff that was made back then, I think personally, offensive or not, just because something's offensive doesn't mean it can't be funny. Does that make sense? So it was uh, Tropic Thunder. When that came out in the theaters, I remember walking out of the theater and being like, that movie was fucking hilarious the entire time. I loved it. Like, yeah, no doubt. Okay, uh, Robert yeah. Downey. Not not usually a fan of Ben Stiller, but. Banger, banger. Yes. What else you got? Uh, his next one was The Soloist. Banger. Yeah. That was a good was movie. Good. Is that with the one with Jamie Foxx? Yep. Jamie Foxx. Yep. I never saw it. Yep. It's actually a I really don't, good film. I don't drama. watch dramas. But it's yeah. about them just having a relationship, right? Most of the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Building a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, after that, he did Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Banger. So I'm going to say that he had a risk here of being typecast as Iron Man. And somehow he like 
gets to be both characters and you get to differentiate them. You're not like that's Tony Stark as Sherlock yeah. Holmes or that's Sherlock Holmes as Tony Stark. He really did show his acting was really good. It was. That Those movies are great. Um, I, I'm a huge Sherlock Holmes fan just in life. And so when I heard that Guy Ritchie was going to be doing a Sherlock Holmes movie, I was like, yeah. hell yeah. Jump on and it. And then when I heard that they had cast, I was like, Jude, they were like, Jude Law's in it. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And they were like, as Watson and, and Robert Downey Jr. is Sherlock Holmes. I was like, mm, no. Nope. <laughs> uh, and I mean, his British accent's not the best, but. Sure, sure. It's really good. It really works. He has the um, cockiness. The scenes yeah. where they slow it slow down like the fight scene oh, and he fight, talks yes, through it is awesome i feel like that's iconic but it's also been like mimicked in so many movies mm-hmm. since then oh do guy richie so good that filmmaking style he chose to do was incredible yeah for that film well and honestly the the casting in that movie is great because you have mark strong as the bad guy and he's yeah. a great actor i love mark strong he, I don't think he gets a lot of um, recognition, but he's uh-uh. great. Yep. And uh, so, no, that movie is good. I didn't love Rachel Adams, Rachel McAdams Rachel, or whatever. Rachel McAdams, yeah. I'm She's not a fine. huge, I'm not a fan of hers, but yeah. it, it was fine. Sure. Yeah, no, 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 I, you're right. I think he dwarfs almost anybody's around though, yeah. especially well, at oh, that time. And well, her energy didn't match his. Oh, it didn't. And yeah. um, not only is it Robert Downey Jr., but Sherlock as a character is like you it's it's really hard. Well, she's yeah. kind of like coy. Yeah. Just like in yeah. her personality in right. general. So I can I can see what you mean. Yeah. Sure. Uh I will say the score to this movie though is also incredible. Dude, yes. banger 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 banger. Yes. Yeah. Like imagine being him, going. guys. Imagine being him. Fourth movie since Iron Man and he's like I can't fucking do any wrong. Can you see well, these movies I'm doing? Too, like how many <laughs> I know. We're how not many done. Movies we have under his belt before he did Iron Man. And like, wouldn't you think it's like never going to happen for you? Between yeah. like four and six, right? Like, yeah, nothing good. All your work Maybe is just a like seven in there somewhere. Yeah, but there's nothing that I'm like. That's my favorite Robert Downey Jr. movie, right? Can before you Iron Man, and then like all this success, like yeah, that's crazy. so. After that, he did Iron Man two. Okay, listen, I Iron want Man my bird. I'm. <laughs> I want my bird. I mean, I feel like you got to give Iron Man two credit there. The movie up until Whiplash is like the end is where shit gets muddy. But like before that, he's not a terrible villain. Like I get it. He's in a suit and it's the Monaco Raceway and he fucking whips a car in half. And like, you're kind of like, what is this? But the Iron Man suits are awesome. His acting is still badass. You get introduced to uh, your new uh, roads, right? Yeah, the so, War Machine. You meet War Machine. Yeah, you get War Machine. and Who I think is exponentially better. And Don Cheadle is your new yes. actor. And so there's a lot in this film that really pushed that part of that cinematic universe even better. So, you know, they even have a fight. Like Iron Man and War Machine fight. Like, there's some good stuff in the film. It's just Whiplash as a villain was not great. So um, Yeah, it's hard because like... Mickey Rourke, I can I can understand having him in the movie. I can get it, but like because he yeah. was, I think he had just done the wrestler. He was kind of back in the public eye. Yeah, I get it. But honestly, to me, just don't have him do the stupid Russian accent. That was probably I, the worst part. 
it just didn't make sense. What? But we um, quote it all the time. Oh, but also, I, who, oh, plays, who, who, who plays yes, Justin Hammer? Is that Sam Rockwell? Yes, and yeah. Sam Rockwell's in that movie, and he's fantastic. He's, he's amazing. So um, I feel like there's, he's like, I even, where's my robots? <laughs> I, <laughs> like, It's not bad. Like, I have rewatched yeah. it multiple times. It's still watchable. But it's, what? It's not great. Like, it's not. No, because the ending battle, dude, is literally whiplash. They're in like a freaking garden. Yeah. And he wraps his two whiplashes around Iron Man and War Machine. And he's like draining their powers. And they just shoot him together. And then that's it. Like, it's really, really lame ending and battle. And yeah. For having some really cool visuals, it kind of was like, yeah, you're right. It fell flat at the Mm -hmm. end. But the movie as a whole... Without okay. it, you wouldn't have so much. So, mm-hmm. uh, his next one was love and distrust. I think this is one they shot before and they threw it in there. <laughs> like, hold it! Wait, wait, wait! This guy's gonna be Iron Man. And Don't it release it did yet. Nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So after that, he did due date. So oh, that's good. good. I just rewatched it again and I laughed it's a so lot. It's so good. Isn't that uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself? Isn't oh, that yeah, dude, Zach, Zach, Zach Galifianakis is like at his prime right now. Like, when yes, Hangover, it was around that time. It, it was, it was around 20, the same so time. 2010. Yeah, because I think Hangover came out in 2008, right? Yeah. And so he had done, yeah. or he was building. But like the two yeah. of them together, like polar opposite personalities, like it was hilarious. What's his name in the film? David or something like that? Peter. Oh, Peter. Oh, wait, who? Robert Downey yeah. Jr. is Peter. Dude, there's so many times he's just pissing Robert Downey Jr. off because he's doing this stuff intentionally just so he can hang out with him. And I, dude, I'm just, I'm laughing so hard. Like, he's like, Peter, why would you take me to Waffle House? I'm allergic to waffles. <laughs> like, some of this stuff is just so fucking dumb. But like, at the end of it, it somehow becomes really endearing and sweet and they're friends. So like, the comedy hit along with like the whole buddy friendship movie and I didn't know because Robert Downey Jr. hadn't done anything like that after Iron Man. Everything was like, he's the main guy. It's all surrounded by him. And then this is the first one, like, they're just playing off each other. Yeah, but I feel like uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character was very much, like, a, almost a Tony Stark personality. Yeah, that's true. Because he was just like, well, he's not rich. Oh, maybe he was. He I don't was, No, he was just like a businessman. Yeah, he's just like, trying to get yeah. back to his wife having a baby. But Yeah. But I do remember it was the first time, though. Yeah, you're right. Tropic Thunder, he's like comedic gold, right? Yeah. And then in this one, he plays the straight guy. Yeah. So it was interesting to be cast that way. Yeah. But good banger. I mean, in my eyes, banger. I thought it was good. Yep. Uh, Next, he did Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows. I love that one, too. I don't like it as much as the first one. Not as much. Is it because you don't like Moriarty? I think they needed to build that more. Do, but isn't he Sherlock Holmes' main villain in the lore? Like, like for forty years, main villain. Right. Like right, for for right. his ultimate arch nemesis, and right. it's just like, uh, it all just. Um, I think that their story is one that you can't tell in two hours. Yeah, it kind of yeah. There's um, a detriment to only have one film he, about it. Yeah. Well, or just that. Me personally, I would have enjoyed no Moriarty. Oh, interesting. Because um, I've, I would have I've enjoyed, heard people say they were disappointed he wasn't introduced in the first one all the way through. I was surprised, but not surprised. Um, yeah. But um, to me, I felt like 
because his story, their story is so large that the way it all kinds of gets wrapped up together is like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I remember, I don't know. I remember coming out of that one and still thinking it was a great movie. That was, I think it's, I think they're both awesome. Honestly, yeah, I would right, love a third as good one. As the first one, and I'm surprised that they fucking haven't made one. And even Robert Downey was like, "Dude, they both were super successful. Why would you not capitalize on?" Yeah, that? I feel like so. they've done so many others though, like the Benedict Cumberbatch yeah, show, and then Enola Holmes mm-hmm. kind of is a third version of it. So, like, I feel like to go back, Will Ferrell. Oh, don't even, <laughs> that, that doesn't even count. Don't waste your time. Ugh. So I don't know. I don't know if they can go back to Robert Downey Jr. when there's are, there's been so many things since. Yeah, it's it's almost one of those things like if you didn't do it, you lost the, it'd the be train. Like, the lost the train. It'd you missed be like the train. if you made another Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. It won't be as good. Okay. Uh, then uh, The Avengers. What's that movie all about? I'm not reading the synopsis. <laughs> he plays Iron Man slash Tony Stark, though. Dude, wow! His, it was cool, man. He ended up being the leader. Well, that's, I mean, it's supposed to be Captain America, but Robert Downey was definitely like the guy. Yeah. Um, it's, That's incredible. Like, can you believe that they took all of these movies and made a big one? It's rad. Like, that's pretty rad. And it was successful. And it yeah. Still is. That's the, that's the <laughs> thing that's crazy the most is the most about Avengers is everybody you have these characters who are, as we've seen, worthy of their own movies all in themselves. Yeah, right. And they were able to really make a fully fledged movie that gives, I feel, everybody their time. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I, it was nice because you didn't need the, it's the thing I've been enjoying about the Marvel movies is, uh, you know, especially like that movie, it was like, you already know who these people are. Let's go. Like, I don't oh, need sure, yeah, you just right. jump right yep. into the action. Yeah. And that's is what it, I also uh, Josh Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. That did that one? Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Josh Whedon. Um that's what I also enjoyed about the Tom Holland Spider-Man's is like there's no origin story. Right. Yep. It's like yep. we know who you are, let's go. Like Yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah, um, you're so Spider-Man. I like that about um the Avengers. Yep. Um I agree. But then that was when you really see him like come into his own as Tony Stark because uh, then you hear more about like the stuff he does on set. So like all of him, like him eating all the time. I guess yeah. that was just him eating all the time. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, and then the whole like that man's playing Galaga. Um, he just ad libbed that. He ad libbed the thing about shawarma. That's um, so awesome. And they made it so, a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's funny that you say that like he's the leader. Yeah. Because he also has this like personality where he doesn't want anything to do with anyone. Which is the coolest part of his arc, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 But banger. Yep. I mean, banger. dude, this guy can't go any wrong at this point. So then Iron Man 3. Okay. Extremist program. That's not bad. It's not a bad one. I don't, I, I really like um, Guy Pierce, like as an actor. Um, this gave, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's character, uh, Pepper, gave her an opportunity to don the suit and to like have superpowers and like so it was just some cool shit, man. It's just that they screwed up his main villain. That's why everybody hated it. <laughs> yeah, yes. I I really felt that the Mandarin was um, 
completely hilarious. underutilized. <laughs> Trevor, hilarious. Trevor Knight or something. Hilar- Trevor Slattery. Yeah, like, Trevor uh, Slattery. <laughs> I thought that Ben, ben Kingsley as the Mandarin was amazing. I thought yes. he was great. But I think that having it really be Guy Pierce the whole time was kind of like, why? Have yeah. it be the, just have it be the Mandarin. I know. Like, it was kind of interesting. It was an interesting, like, we'll have two villains and you won't really know what's happening. And then they make this comedic thing. People that were fan of the comics, though, that's why they were upset because Mandarin's supposed to be a legit villain. Ma- the Mandarin is Tony Stark's Lex Luthor. Right. Right. And he is his like ultimate villain. And it was mm-hmm. to be, have that was kind of like, meh. Yeah. But then I feel like they've retconned it enough now. I think that, well, yes, it got the backlash, but they did it right. I think they've, they've sprinkled him into a Trevor Slattery <laughs> into a yeah. few things. I know it's been, it's been, and awesome. so it's funny, but I would call this a banger. I, that thing made millions and millions of dollars. That movie. I think it gets forgotten. Um, I actually think it's really good because it kind of talks about um, it. Like he's got PTSD. Right. Right. When he's like with the kid and stuff and he really struggles with like who Iron Man is and who Tony Stark is. Um, Mm -hmm. You're right. I, I think it's very good. Well, that one does get forgotten because I needed you guys to talk about it to remember what happened. That that one gets a lot more emotional. You're right too, Amanda with him having that relationship with the boy. Who's mm-hmm. homeless, right? Homeless or something like that. I don't, I don't know think if he's, he's homeless. I don't think he's homeless. He's just like, no one's there for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so next one he did is Chef. Why don't I remember this movie? Uh, oh, John I've never. Favreau. Oh, right. What? Uh, I don't know if I've seen it. Is it See? good? You said you've seen everything. No, no, no. Um, I saw it I on the shelf. I have seen it. It's really good. Liar. Um, Would you call it a banger? Oh, my God. I mean, at this point, John Farver directed Iron Man 1 and 2. So he was just like, hey, Robbie Downey, come be in my film. Um, a head chef quits his restaurant and job and buys a food truck in an effort to reclaim his creative promise while piecing back together his estranged family. Because John Farver is the main character, yeah. right? Yes. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Um, And then the next one he did was The Judge. Did you see that oh, one? Oh, yes. You did? Yes. I've never I even heard of that. <coughs> I don't remember what the uh, synopsis is, though. It's um, Robert De Niro. De Niro? I'll click it. Robert Downer. Robert Downer. <laughs> Sorry, Robert, Robert Duvall. Uh, Robert Downer. Robert Duvall. <laughs> Sorry. Robert Duvall. Oh, RIP, dude. Um, Big city lawyer Hank Palmer returns to his childhood home where his father, the town's judge, is suspected of murder. Yes. Hank sets yeah. out Whoa. to discover the truth and along the way reconnects with his estranged family. I think you'd like it, Amanda. I think you'd like it. Again, oh, though, some of this stuff sometimes falls in the drama category, so it's a little like, but that was not a bad movie. I feel like it got good reviews. Yeah, that was not a bad movie. Uh, next one, Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, I would rewatch Avengers... Or sorry, uh, Iron Man 2 before I'd watch Age of Ultron. I think I've seen it once. Really? I, maybe maybe twice, but like, yeah. I don't remember loving it. So it's just one that I'm like, man. <clears throat> I feel bad because Robert Downey took a backseat in this one. This well, like has dude, the Romanoff twins. This has they the... had to do. They had vision. They had to do yeah. so much in this movie. Right. And it had, I mean, 
Ultron's a really cool character, and I think that that they did the Ultron very well. Like, I think what James Spader is the voice of Ultron. Like, hate it. Yeah, yeah. Ash, they, Ash hates James Spader. I don't like <laughs> I don't him. I think he's weird. But like <laughs> the they they it, there was some points where it was almost like a horror element. And yes, there was some stuff there. I do, if I'm not mistaken, the character arc there is that Tony Stark like sometimes he pushes things too hard. Yeah. Right. So then, of course, he accidentally makes Vision, who makes Ultron, or vice versa, whatever. Um, no. So it is Tony Stark's fault about what's happening. But other than that, like, he doesn't get a whole lot of time in that film versus other things. So No, I mean, Iron Man's whole arc is Icarus. Like, he flies too close to the sun. Yeah, right. Um, yep. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it. I'll have to watch it again, but... It's okay, but it is the weakest. Of the Avengers films. Yeah. Captain America Civil War. Uh, banger. The coolest thing that they ever did in comics was have Iron Man and Captain America like be at odds with one another. So it was great. It was the first time Tony and uh, Cap get to like tell each other off about like their personalities that they hate about one another. So it was really, it was really cool. It was cool to see that type of character direction. Well, and that introduced a shitload of characters. Oh my God, dude, Black Panther, right? And Ant-Man and all sorts of things that were. Well, I think Ant-Man had already been oh, maybe had introduced, but yeah. you got to see him do something new um, where he gets oh, giant. Yeah, he got to be giant man. That's right. And then um, right. it also introduces Tom Holland's Spider-Man. That's right. Yep. Mr. Stark. <laughs> Actually, that relationship being built was really cool. Mm-hmm. Because what's funny, though, is you kind of forgot about the uh, Iron Man 3 kid. And then he yeah. replaced that. He kind of replaced who that was. But Robert Downey, man, I mean, at this point, guys, he just sits back, lets them write a script and then just does his masterpiece. Yeah. As Tony Stark. Right. Like at this point. It's not, I wouldn't even call it typecast. It's just like, that's your guy. Nobody else plays Tony Stark. You're well, and I Tony think, Stark. I think yeah. he's been able to morph Tony Stark's character into his just own cadence and personality. Yeah. And absolutely. so I think, I think now, yeah. Yeah. like, they're so synonymous because that's just Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, showing up and getting talking, a paycheck. Yeah. Do you think it's weird, though, that Iron Man 1, 2, 3 come out and then there's, there's never another Iron Man? It's just all these Avengers and and like Affinity War and freaking no yeah no and he shows up like in other films okay okay nope. next he is Spider Man Homecoming banger <laughs> so good so good and he's the father figure basically yeah. to I love that relationship honestly yeah it was really mm-hmm. good that's why um, it made it so epic in the older or in the last Avengers films for the stuff to happen that happened. Well, and then that's when you really see him not being like the fun dad. You see him being like the disciplinary dad. Oh yeah. Cause he takes the suit away. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you're, you're seeing him, you're see in a movie that isn't his, you're right. seeing different sides to him, which is pretty epic, right? Because that's Sony's movie. Mm-hmm. And so they could have, sh- I mean, let's be honest, ladies, they've shat up a lot of Marvel stuff before. Oh, Finally, Marvel's like, listen, you can have the freaking distribution rights and whatever you want to make the money off of it. We get creative control. And that was the only way that those movies worked. 
The only yeah. one. So I mean, yeah. they're amazing. I love each I love all of them. Yeah. Um and no, I think we uh we have a uh, episode about the Spider-Man movies yeah. where Andy and I go in depth about each movie and how much we like them and don't like other ones. Yes, uh, this is true. So, if that's something that you're interested in, definitely go check that one out, but um that movie is great. It's so good. Keep it going, Avengers Infinity War. Oh boy. I mean, those films, they were shot back to back if I'm not mistaken, right? The, the two I don't endings. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure that's like years of Robert Downey Jr.'s life. Like that's all he's doing. Well, I mean, so I remember I, I, they announced that it was going to be two different movies. Yeah. And I remember you go into the movie, you walk in and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And you leave and you're like gutted. Oh, and- it was probably one of the first films that I like left. And I'm just like. This emptiness inside me, yeah. Right now, yes. Well, because yes. and 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 the filmmakers did a really great job of like you feel the heroes are gone. Oh, right. And it's the right. first time that they lose. Okay, okay. Oh, so hold on. Sidebar. This has nothing to do with Tony Stark, but I have to bring it up. Avengers: Infinity War. Have you heard about the theory that Captain America dies? No. So Captain America. He is basically holding back Thanos's Infinity Gauntlet, right? You remember that scene? He's like yeah. holding it. Well, Captain America can take a punch, but he can't take a punch from fucking Thanos. So the theory is that during that punch, when he like goes and he takes him out and you see Captain America fly and like looks like he just passes out, he actually dies. Hmm. But he gets brought back because the time stone. So because they blow up vision and then they redo everything all again that's a different version of tony stark like back or uh, excuse me uh captain uh captain america yeah chris evans character and i thought it was just a really cool like theory is that captain america actually dies because he never dies Hmm. in the entire like infinity saga Hmm. except for that time (laughs) anyway back to robert downey i'm sorry i just found it very interesting avengers endgame it's not good not a banger. I'm going to take that one back. That one's okay, great. So I don't think I've, <clears throat> I, I'm trying to remember, but I don't think I've ever cried in a movie theater before I saw this movie. Legit. You like, cried. That's incredible. I, okay. Hold on a second. Let me set the scene. <laughs> so it's the end of April. Yeah. Whatever. 2019. Mm, I'm nine yep. months pregnant. Oh, sure. It came out like a week before my due date. Like it came right. out like right before you I was sat due. through a three hour movie in the theaters <laughs> when you're nine months pregnant. How, I can't miss it. <laughs> this I is could like, not sit in a theater for three hours. Culturally significant. So it was it literally was like this is the moment of our generation right now. Yeah, like where were you? Wrong. She's not wrong. When you watched <laughs> Avengers. Like so I was I was super pregnant and I had like knew we were going, so I drank very little water. <laughs> and then so we get to the movie, I pee, and I was like, I was like, I'm a, I'm committed to holding this the whole time. Nice. But I sat on the aisle in case I had to go. Well, thank God freaking Lincoln didn't pop out. Well, that was my thing. I remember I remember it was like, what are you gonna do if you go into labor? And I was like, I got time. 
Like, <laughs> as long as I'll my water doesn't break. Contractions. Yeah, as long as my water doesn't break, we're good, dude. That's awesome. Dude, that, and then because I'm just like hormonal walrus, like the end of the movie, <laughs> sobbing. Like, I remember it was like John like looked over at me at one point and it's like when Captain America and Peggy are dancing together at the very oh, end. Oh, yeah. I was literally like, <sighs> Like not not even like audible, just yep. like ah, it's so beautiful, ah. and I'm just <laughs> sobbing. Well, it's a cool, it's really so. In Avengers: Infinity War, um, Tony Stark is literally stuck in space the whole time. Yeah, right. So like you well, don't for even the get first to, for the first half of the movie, right? And so you don't really get to see a lot of like interaction with the other characters and stuff. But in this next one, he's like, I'm done, dude. I got kids. I love you 3000. Like mm-hmm. there's all of this like emotional buildup from him. And then for them to truly like make the decision to let him go in that film. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but I think it was John Farver was like, you can't do this. That's Iron Man, dude. That's everybody's Iron Man. You cannot have him die in this film. And yeah. they chose to do it. And it was like, it was a very crazy choice. I still don't accept it. That he passed, yeah, no. right. And, and he's the one that snaps the Infinity Gauntlet. I thought it was super uh-uh. awesome. I, I super wonder. Awesome. I wonder if that was what he wanted. Like, if I wonder if he was done, didn't want to do anymore. Like, you know, yeah. kind of was like this would be an, a good opportunity for me to to end. What year was this, Ash? Twenty nineteen. Okay, so I mean, now it's been three years since, and I mean his legacy still lives on as Iron Man. He well, still and, uh, influences the other films. There's all these rumors that he's coming back for this or coming back for this. And yeah. I know Disney is making an Ironheart series. Right. So right. I, I wouldn't be shocked if his face shows up. I bet it'll yeah. be like pre-recorded movies and stuff like that. I, I don't think that he's going to have a mainline film anymore. I don't think that that, I think that they've stuck to, we've got new Avengers a new phase, I new series. I feel like it's a new era, yeah. Correct, yeah. 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 Uh, so he really followed this up with Doolittle. Okay. Oh, God. I do have to take so... back my banger comment. <laughs> I, this is the, this is, okay, there's been two films. I have fallen asleep in the theater because I did not give a shit about the movies. Doolittle was one of them. And uh, Lord of the Rings, the second one. <laughs> When they're on the barrels, I fell asleep. Oh, The, the Hobbit? Theater. Yeah, or The Hobbit. Sorry, The Hobbit. I was about to be like, you fell asleep during the <laughs> second Lord of the Rings? No, no, no. Not, not Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit. Um, And I love The Hobbit, so I was really disappointed that I did. Well, I mean, come on. I, I could talk for an hour about how many things I disliked about that movie. So oh, I'm not shocked. Or, or Hobbit. No, the whole Hobbit. It's, oh, oh, it's yeah, yeah, literally yeah. Well, yeah. A, like a ninety-page book, and you're turning it into three, two and a half-hour movies. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, you're right. I didn't like a lot of that stuff either. But back to Doolittle, yeah, I sorry. could not stand his performance in that film. I thought it was stupid. I mean, I already said I hate, I hate talking animals. Well, yeah, but it was just not well done. And who directed but it? Imagine, imagine. Imagine having to be like the only human in this talking virtual animal movie. So bad. Well, how do you do that? Well, how do you come off of literally the biggest movie (laughs) period? Like the most successful movie. Stop. Like, right. Period. Right. With one of the worst movies of all time. 
Well, it's almost like, was he damned no matter what? Whatever movie was going to be after Infinity uh, War would have never, or not, or. Um, Endgame. Endgame would have never, like, oh, hit anybody's expectations. Possibly. But Doolittle was, like, worse than it needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if he had What's followed it up. 5.6. Like, <clears throat> yeah, it's bad. If he had followed that up with, like, a scanner darkly, yeah. Zodiac, yeah, it, it right. would have been, like, okay. Yeah. But it was just, like, dude, you're going to follow it up with that stinker? Like, that's rough. Yeah. But I think you're right, Ashley. I imagine it would be really difficult to act alongside nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's you have true. to pretend. Yeah. That's true. Uh huh. All right. So we got something's coming out uh, in 2023 a movie called Oppenheimer. Wait, Whoa. so that was literally the last thing he had released? Yeah. Yeah, too wow. little because it was so bad. He's like, I'm not acting ago. anymore. So he said wow. nothing else. Um, And then coming out, he's got something called All Star Weekend where he plays Mexican Stranger. Okay. Um, Seven episodes of The Sympathizer. Okay. Okay. Sherlock Holmes 3. Yeah. Coming at you. I did hear rumors What's about that. What's it called? Sherlock Holmes 3. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> It's probably working title. Um, play Dirty. Okay. We've got another untitled Sherlock Holmes project. Oh, I wonder if it's like a short or some fun I don't know. thing. And then Pinocchio. Interesting. Is he Geppetto? Yes. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Is he the this Guillermo the... del Toro Geppetto? <laughs> no. This is a third Pinocchio. I'm sorry. We don't need that many fucking Pinocchio right? movies. Oh, oh, a third one? Yes, I forgot. Yes, there's that the Tom they, Hanks yeah. one, the Guillermo del Toro one, which is coming out. Dude, are we back to the to the fucking DreamWorks Pixar fighting over this shit again? And everyone's just like, just do the same movie. I don't. Know. I just does it best. How many times do I need to hear the and story it's of Pinocchio? Obviously not Disney because the Tom don't. Hanks one was Disney. Yeah, yeah, we're good, dude. We're good. I don't know. We're good. I don't know. <laughs> But at least we've got some Sherlock Holmes coming out. I would be stoked for Sherlock Holmes. And if it's an untitled project, it'd be cool if it was three and four and they're just shooting them back to back and won't say anything. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yep. So I, everybody can sense this already. And you know, there's literally two different versions of Robert Downey Jr. There's the before about, Iron Man and the after Iron talk Man. Talk about coming back from the grave. Oh, man. Seriously. Dang. Yeah. Legit. Is there anything from his past before Iron Man that you guys would go back and rewatch? Kiss, Just kiss, to... bang, bang. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think a scanner darkly is worth watching for the visual graphics. I agree. I agree. And then I felt like there was one more. I'll say well, those two. So what about you, Ash? I don't think there were any that I didn't see that I'm like, oh, I should see that. Sure. Oh, Zodiac. Oh, you mean like you want to rewatch Zodiac? I think those are worth watching if you're interested in yeah. his career before Iron Man. Sure. Yeah. I want to go back and watch the 16 episodes of SNL he was on. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I want to just like, I'm curious what that was all about. Yeah. So actually, when we're done, I'm going to look it up on YouTube. So please, we need listeners to tell us. Yeah. Of what we haven't seen, what do we need to see? Because there's a lot on that list. Pre-Iron Man, what do we... Yes. Like, what's a must? Yes. Is there a must out of the... Fr- I feel like you said 40 movies, to be honest. It's what but, it feels like, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, there was a lot that we hadn't seen. Yep. I think I'll so, definitely check out that, what, The Judge or whatever, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, The Judge was good. Do you guys think, post Iron Man, what's your favorite Robert Downey so far? You can't just, see, like, even if it's Sh- Iron Man, which one? Sherlock. Sherlock. Oh, Sherlock. Yeah, that's really good. Sherlock's really good. I think, I think... It's either Sherlock or the first Iron Man for me. Because the first Iron Man's really good. I also really love the first Avengers movie. I've rewatched that multiple times. That is a good movie. You're right. I've also rewatched it when I watch Avengers and then when I watch Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we I I started on like a thing where I started watching all of the Marvel movies in like chronological order. Yeah. And I got to like Thor. And then I got to the second Thor, and I haven't continued on with... uh, Yeah, (laughs) that's because the second Thor soured your mouth. I'm just like, it's just one... You know how, like... Soured your mouth. Soured my mouth. (laughs) You know how, like, when... It's like like you're watching movies, or you're doing something, you know the next thing's going to be kind of like... And it's like... It's like that. And so I know that... I, I know I could just skip it, but it's like... I'm watching them because I'm I'm looking for all the little Easter eggs, you know, Agreed. like yeah, yeah. I that's why I'm watching them because I want to. I'm looking for the callbacks and the little like nods to other things. So it's like if I don't watch it, then I'm not then I'm losing the purpose of why I'm rewatching these in the first place. That's true. You know, you're right. Apparently, there's a big master cut of everything chronologically, like not just films, scene for scene. Interesting. Wow. It's like 12 hours long or something like that. It goes all the way through in game and it's every single scene chronologically how it will I'll be honest with you. I kind of want to watch it. I kind of want to as well. That's crazy though. 12 hours of. Well, you just like, you watch an hour at a time. Oh, it's wild. Yeah. Like. Well, geez, Robert Downey Jr., this is literally our longest street cred we've ever done, is Robert Downey Jr. That means, and we really didn't talk about anything for, until the last like fifteen years. So if you're still listening, thanks for still listening. You know what I should do just for fun, <laughs> just like Infinity War and Endgame. I should cut it in the middle before Iron Man, and be like, "To be continued." You, you have, have to, to wait listen. two years, bitch. And then you have to, yeah. Then we wait, and then we release the other half of the podcast where we talk about Iron Man films and beyond. So I saw a meme a while ago it's that Batman was like. And Beyond. What? Batman? It's Buzz Lightyear. What? You're drunk. Go home. I, I saw a meme online a long time ago and it was like a, a, a guy and his kid were watching the superhero movies and they watched Avengers Endgame and at the snap, you know, like the movie ends and the kid's like, okay, let's watch. The, oh my God, what happens? we got to watch the next one. And I guess the dad was like, no, you're going to wait two years like everybody else. <laughs> like I did. Oh, that would be yeah. so traumatic. That was so much. We were like, we don't even know. Dude, oh, do you bitch. remember that though? Do you remember like that empty feeling you leave the movie theater with? You were like, what's going to happen? Yeah. And then they continued it with fucking Endgame and Hawkeye losing his goddamn family in the beginning. Oh, That's well, then, so sad. Uh, right. It is sad. But in end, just even the, the like hour where it's them kind of like, how, how, where they are now, like five years later or whatever. Right. right. And it's just very like, sad it's so somber and it changed the whole universe like Uh it changed the spider-man movies like they have to go back to high school and everybody else has graduated Uh uh-huh 
Right? <laughs> like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, Robert Downey Jr., all I have to say is thank you, bro, for coming back because that could have just been like it. You never did Iron Man and we would have only known those 40 movies and then some little sprinkles here, there. But instead, cultural icon now. 15 years of our lives has have been Robert Downey Jr. movies that we've loved. Slow clap. Slow clap. <laughs> I won't do it. Non-audible uh, clap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, seriously, if you had seen any of the movies that we've listed and we must see them and we haven't yet, hit us up. Amanda, where can they do that at? Okay, come tell us about what Robert Downey Jr. movie we should watch at our Instagram at Real Awkward Podcast. Okay, <laughs> it's been long enough. Thank you guys for hanging out with us for an hour and 20 minutes. Catch us on the next episode of The Real Awkward Podcast. My throat's sore as F. <laughs> Let's finish it up. Bye-bye. Bye.